Hello, everybody. A very warm welcome to the book view series by the Sunday magazine of the New Indian Express. I'm Aisha Singh. On the show today, we have somebody who was mercilessly bullied, lamented, labeled, isolated, and ultimately called a failure. He turned it all around to become a successful entrepreneur with his online fitness and nutrition company called Fitter. And now with his maiden book called Lose Fat, Get Fitter by Rupa Publications, he's set to bust myths around fitness and reiterate simple scientific approaches to staying healthy. Join me in welcoming Jitendra Choksi. Hi, Jitendra. Hi, Asha. Thank Hi, you so much for having me here. Congratulations on this terrific book. I just finished it and lots of lovely insights. So we are going to be talking about what you've said in it and your basic fitness philosophy, which is actually very simple. So it was a pleasure reading. I want to start with why this book was primarily written. This book was primarily written to shatter myths around fitness and to bring in a scientific approach to the concept of fitness. Why was this so important for you? Uh, so when I started Twitter back in 2013, um, it was just a small WhatsApp group. Um, actually, engineer by profession, I worked in IT for about eight years, and fitness was just uh, just passion. So you know, back in 2013, when friends and family members asked me if I could help them, I started a small WhatsApp group, and I started sharing uh, how to create your diet plans, training plans, and everything about fitness. You know, bits and bits, and. Uh, when those guys get got results they told other people and then there were many other people who, who wanted help from me so to help them i wrote a book called uh, get shredded and uh, it was a free booklet about 35 40 pager back in 20 uh, 13 14 and so since then um, you know i was i was uh, i was uh, kind of you know peer pressured into writing a more uh, comprehensive detailed version of the book um, and when in 2018, um, Rupa Publications approached me, I just thought that that this was a perfect opportunity for me to, you know, write something which can which can probably help uh, many more people outside the federal community. And so that's that's how the thought came to mind. And I'm glad that the book is finally out after two years. Correct, Jitendra. What have been some of the most absurd myths that you've heard about fitness, which are relevant? I mean, which are not relevant, but are widely spoken about and followed till today, which needs to be addressed immediately. Right. I think uh, one of the basic myths that are still out there and, and somehow never cease to exist are, uh, you know, about how drinking XYZ will burn fat, um, be it, uh, you know, hot water plus zero or green tea, lemongrass juice and whatnot. So, all these myths, uh, they need to be put to rest because that's not how your how your body functions. Uh, fat, the stored fat that you want to uh, get rid of is stored in the form of triglycerides and, and they need to be dissociated into the respective constituents like glycerol, free fatty acids, which again need to be uh, utilized as fuel in your body, um, which again happens when your body uh, demands um, for it, right? So it's, it's a complex biochemistry that happens in the background. But at the same time, sometimes, you know, we, we tend to bastardize the whole complex process by, um, uh, you know, appealing to uh, ignorant minds or people who, who do not understand uh, basic biochemistry by just telling them outright myths and lies. And, and that's what I wanted uh, you know, this book to uh, shed light on, um, that don't fall for these gimmicks, don't fall for 
uh, these these lives. Um, I've tried to make everything very, very simple. And I understand that it might still not be simple enough, but uh, that was the intent. And it's really great that an entire chapter has been dedicated to the several myths that go around and uh, you've explained precisely what is not true, which makes it very easy to understand. Uh, so that's a, that's a novelty about the book. Uh, I also wanted to ask you about a very important aspect that you have reiterated throughout the book, but in the first chapter, you say, don't uh, focus on fat loss. Uh, sorry, don't focus on weight loss, focus on fat loss. Right. And the two are often mixed up. How did this even start? Uh, so look, your weight is not really uh, a definitive marker for a good or bad health. Uh, it's actually a body fat percentage and uh, which is what we should primarily aim for. You know, so I, I see people running around, um, you know, fussing about how their weight is increasing and decreasing when in reality, all they need to focus primarily is uh, their body fat percentage. And when we talk about body fat percentage going down, it automatically implies that you're losing uh, weight in a healthy manner, you know, so you can lose weight in an unhealthy manner by going on hypocaloric diets, crash diets, in which case you are not just losing fat, but muscles, um, glycogen, you can also get dehydrated. So that's not the kind of weight that you want to lose. You want to just lose fat. Right? So that's why the uh, uh, regular emphasis on the word fat instead of uh, weight. Wait, and you think there is this for people beyond a certain age? Because I have heard, and maybe it could be a myth that post 30, you really need to focus on, uh, you know, losing fat and gaining muscle. And so resistance training comes into, uh, you know, the wake of things. Is that true? Is there an age associated with uh, losing fat? No, I think uh, people, Focusing at on age, losing fat. Um, people at every age um, should make it their main agenda to uh, lower their body fat percentage and preserve or increase their um, your muscle is what uh, provides function to your body. Your body fat is just um, just a fuel, and excess of this fuel is just gets uh, just gets stored in your body. Apart from uh, you know providing food fuel, um, the body fat percentage really doesn't have any 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 uh, critical function in the body. Um, the essential body fat percentage is always maintained by your body for insulation, protecting your organs and all that. But except for that, the stored body fat percentage uh, serves no additional purpose. On the other hand, muscles uh, make you agile. They make you strong. Uh, they provide function to your body. Uh, when you're moving, you're doing any kind of activity, your muscles are getting engaged. And the more muscle fibers you can recruit, uh, while performing any task, you just keep getting better at it. So whether you're talking about getting better at sports, getting better at lifting more weight, uh, getting better at running, all of these require you to optimally, um, you know, recruit your muscle fibers. Another aspect reiterated very well through the book is the simple philosophy. You say, if you are, uh, if you have a sedentary lifestyle, bring down the number of calories. If you have an active lifestyle, you can eat a little, you can consume more calories. It's as simple as that. Jitendra, what is it about simple concepts that people don't understand? We're ready to do everything, but we're not ready to follow the simple rules to health. I think that the fact that a lot of uh, people promise that, um, uh, you know, their journey can get shortened by using tricks and techniques and these shortcuts, they exist. And these shortcuts sometimes distract people 
from taking the uh, long road, you know, which is often less taken, but is a definite way to achieve any goals in your life, be it physical, mental, financial, or social goals. Uh, these are all uh, rules. These are all principles, uh, which aren't new. They've been around for centuries, you know, ancestors, people before us got successful in their lives by working hard, by focusing on things that actually matter. So, so I think the reason why people get distracted uh, uh, you know, from taking the the simple concepts of following the simple concepts is because there are a lot of myths. Uh, there are a lot of people. There are a lot of charlatans in the industry who claim shortcuts uh, for everything, uh, for achieving your uh, financial st status, for achieving your physical status, for mental and social. So as long as people continue to listen to those people, they will always miss out on simple um, science or the simple universal laws, which definitely work. So how is one supposed to a lay person? How are they supposed to determine what is the authentic source and what is um, something that's taking into the wrong direction? As a lay person, even I get confused about who to follow, not to follow, who's saying the right thing because we don't have the knowledge. So how to discern that? I think one of the things that you should always focus on is uh, results and numbers. They don't lie, um, and uh, uh, you know so so. If you are listening to somebody, you know, you should always um, uh, check a background, check credibility of the sources, uh, check what kind of track record they have, and not just a position of authority that they enjoy, but the kind of work they have done. Uh, personally, all the information that I share with everybody, I tell them that I'm not a fitness expert. I merely relay what I learned from actual experts. So there are scientists, there are, uh, there are literary geniuses who are out there, uh, you know, collecting this information a bit. Uh, the information is a lot more complex. So what we do is we simplify this information and make it more and more easy for the layman to understand, right? So there's there's always people um, uh, who, who you can uh, trust for the kind of work they've done. And uh, people who, I, I'd say anybody who claims um, anything quick, as as often um, often lie, you know. So if, if somebody promises you that don't put in the work, don't build it into your lifestyle, don't build it build it into a habit and pop a pill, that's usually lie or a scam because that, that's not how you achieve anything in life. Lose fat, get fitter is not just a book about how to lose weight. It also explains many concepts like what are carbohydrates, what are lipids, macronutrients, micronutrients, saturated fat, unsaturated fat, etc. The list is long. Uh, did you ever worry that people could get lost in the terminologies and the theories and their focus could shift from the learning? Uh, that was uh, that was one of the concerns which was raised by even the publisher, but uh, I was always very clear on the intent. I said, look, um, I can't just come from a position of authority because I've done X, Y, Z things. Uh, if I'm telling something, uh, it needs to be backed by facts and it should, uh, once somebody reads the thing, they should, they should think of this as more of common sense. And yeah, this is how it should work rather than, oh, this guy is saying this. That's why it has to be true. Because a lot of people, uh, you know, tend to misuse their position of authority um, I somehow, uh, you know, I'm of the opinion that you should never do that and uh, you should always back up information with facts and relevant um, scientific articles and, uh, you know, analysis, uh, which you would see I've, I've referenced everywhere in the book, wherever I've yes. mentioned. Yes. Um, so I think that's that's basically just, uh, just uh, about ethics. 
uh, more than anything else. And as far as the information um, complexity is concerned, I think uh, I've tried to break it down into as simple manner as possible uh, uh, with the hope that the general public will eventually also catch up to uh, catch up to the level of information that's been shared. And, uh, uh, you know, so um, a little <laughs> optimistic. Yeah. <laughs> right. Um, Jitendra, habits and behaviors form the bedrock of health. But oftentimes, those are the two things that aren't focused on or talked about. But, with, but without changing habit, thought, and behavior, you cannot meet any goal, let alone health goal. Um, now, your book does uh, focus on that in parts. But what is it about behavior and habits that people need to fundamentally understand and then set out on their weight loss journey? Instead of focusing on eat this, don't eat this, drink this, don't drink this. Right. Uh, you, you're absolutely right. In fact, uh, you know, habits and behavior, they, they form the bedrock for anything in life, not just a physical fitness. If you see, you need discipline if you want to achieve mental success, social success, financial success. So I believe that there's already a lot of people who are talking about building uh, habits and behavior, and they are no different when it comes to fitness. People think that, you know, um, I'm applying discipline to other aspects of life, but fitness requires something else, which is not true. People think that, you know, I'm applying discipline to uh, building my social success or mental fitness, but when it comes to fitness, maybe I need something else. That's not true. It's, it's the same, you know, all four founding pillars, physical, mental, social, financial, emotional, all of these pillars rely on the same sort of principles, behavior, habit forming, understanding the science, and then repeating it again and again, and then time and patience, you know, let, let that do the magic. So I believe that there's already uh, uh, a lot of talk about building sustainable habits, building behavior. I just felt that the book was, uh, book would have become um, far too big if I was to uh, you know, cover those <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. things in the same book. But uh, I just spoke to, uh, you know, um, a few of my guys and we are probably working on something along the same lines where the focus would be more towards uh, building a system of habits and behaviors. Okay, okay that's interesting. Jitendra, how did you get to uh, developing discipline? Because I, I read in the book and I know that there was a point in your, uh, in your life when discipline wasn't your big thing. <laughs> it wasn't your big cause, uh, strength, but you built it uh, eventually and you... Uh, became bigger than your circumstances. What was it that you told yourself to be disciplined, to be consistent and reach where you are today? I think I was uh, the same guy for a longest period of time who believed that there was something additional that people were doing. And uh, there must be something different that these people who are out there successful, looking amazing with great bodies were doing. And it just took me a lot of failures. You know, I've been into fitness for almost 20 plus years now. And I'd say for almost 12 plus years, it was a journey just filled with failures and failed experiments where I would do a GM diet, detox diet, and all sorts of nonsense which exist. And I think after failing uh, for so long and after uh, you know getting the same kind of results, I, I, I just had to give up in believing that these kind of things can actually work. So when I decided that, look, I don't think these things work. I have to find something which actually works. When I got myself into it, rather re relying on um, you know the the snake oil peddlers and and fake experts, uh, then I realized okay, look, this is not that complex. And uh, it happened back in 2013 when I landed across an article that changed my entire uh, view about uh, how I had to perceive fitness and nutrition. 
and then it was it was just amazing because the results were coming in and i just wanted to share that information with everybody else and that's why that's how you know fitter was born and now it's a it's a um enterprise so i think it was just a lot of failures um and uh, i wish i would have found somebody um you know back in the days who could have told me that hey don't don't believe in all these gimmicks and um shortcuts uh, there's no shortcuts there's no gimmicks there's just a uh, th these are the simple principles you eat every day uh, eat right um exercise every day and just repeat and over a period of time this things will get better yeah. which is why you are so determined uh, to fight misinformation i can say that i'm <laughs> I I just feel that look I'm I'm enjoying my life and uh, when I when I see people who who have uh, so many problems because of their physical or mental um issues I just I just want to tell them look uh, I've been there I've suffered and this is what I'm doing and I'm living the best life possible and see if it makes sense to you you can you can probably emulate some of the things you don't have to go through 12 years worth of failures to um you know learn it all by yourself Then I want to know a little bit about the person you are. What inspires you? What motivates you? And what keeps you going? You became greater than your circumstances in the sense that I believe at one point you were you and your sister were the only two kids in the village that you were born and brought up in to go to primary school. That's a huge thing, and to come from there to here to write writing this great book. I mean, uh, what are you all about, and what drives you? um i think i i just never get used to i never got used to of the idea of settling down since since uh, i was a kid i would always feel like i was i was trapped in a box and i could never understand the whole societal system where uh, people would always tell you look this is what you're supposed to do this is where you're supposed to fit and i think i had desires i had dreams and uh, uh they were just making me restless and when i uh when i got into it you know i worked in it for about 8 years even then um you know i tried to excel in my work but somehow even there uh, you'd have people who would say no this is how it should be done this is how it has to be done because this is how the system has been so it was like moving out from one small box and moving to one bigger box and it was just too much and i guess when fitter took off um even though it wasn't uh, planned to uh, venture into a business when it took off I saw that as a perfect opportunity uh, to finally come out of the box, and even today, um, I think uh, there's no restriction on me. Nobody is coming and telling me, "JC, this is how you should run your company. This is how you should do things." Um, you know, it's just it's just amazing to be finally outside uh, of the box and just learning so many things on a regular basis. And I think that attitude of learning uh, every single day, that attitude that uh, you can be anything. uh as what has brought me here and i i just i just feel that there's 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 even more uh which i'm yet to do so i don't believe that you know once you age you become slow and this and that so i love a good challenge you know so somebody when when, when people tell me oh you can't uh you can't be fit after 40 i i tell them you know i'm, I'm going to do that when i'm 90 so get 40 so right i'm i'm picking challenges for myself which are which are just pre established norms and i would love to burst these norms you know that's very inspiring jitendra really <laughs> i now want to ask you some quick questions and uh, you can be fun and light hearted about them it's just to get to know you better <laughs> so what is the best part of your day every day 
uh, uh, since we started working from home, I think uh, every day has been a blessing. I've, I've become so much more closer to my family. We, uh, we have a small puppy, um, Coco. I have my small daughter and my wife. So four of us, we stay together. I think uh, every moment in the day, you know, besides work, you know, it's just, it's just a very warm and nice feeling. And Who is that one person who puts a smile on your face instantly? Now, uh, one word or one line answer us. My daughter, my daughter. <laughs> your daughter. I, I thought that was coming, but okay. What is your daughter's name? Rachel. Rachel, nice. Which living person do you admire the most? That has to be my dad. Armstrong is he's one of the most uh, inspiring people I've uh, had an opportunity to. Um, he's an amazing That's person. That's terrific. Thank you for sharing that story. <laughs> what is your guilty pleasure in food? <laughs> That's the only question you paused at. You must have some guilty pleasure. Fitness expert doesn't mean you don't give in to I, craving. Uh, even, even if I even if I want to eat something, it's not like I, so, I restrict myself or then I suddenly go about and binge eat. Um, I'm I'm usually eating what I like eating, so I like eating myself. Uh, uh, you know. No favorite. I, sorry, what? No favorite. No. Um, food. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Um, favorite type of workout? Uh, I ask this in the sense of what is that one workout that will give you results? For sure, you will not have to okay. do too much, but it will help. Yeah, I think I I, I do my boxing workouts uh, a lot. Um, they just give me a different kind of high because uh, when you are punching on the speed back. Uh, you know that you're getting fast and and you can easily assess how strong agile and fast you are becoming right yeah. and basically makes you exhausted within a couple of seconds right so the longer you can last you can you can uh, assess that okay i'm getting better or i'm not getting better so yeah. it's amazing right on what occasion do you lie lie yes on what occasion we all lie. <laughs> when do <Yeah>. you lie? <laughs> I think I think uh, I'm a husband, right? So <laughs> <laughs> okay. <laughs> what do you value most in a friend? Uh, what do I value most in a friend? Yes. Friend. Uh, <laughs> right. Okay. I, I don't have many friends, but I think my friends are, are mostly like me. I think it's a uh, Friends and family, I, I, I don't really uh, discriminate. You know, I love my friends like my family and I treat my family like my friends. So uh, it's just like, I think people who have similar interest and they know that uh, even my family knows that that I, I don't do any any favors. So, and even the friends know that I don't do any kind of favors. So uh, they typically don't even ask me. And so I think those are some of the qualities that I like in my friends. If you're my friend, because you think that I'm going to help you with something, that's not yeah. going to happen. Um, right. Yeah. That's very principled. Um, last question. What is the greatest lesson you've learned? I think uh, two amazing lessons, um, which I also share in the philosophy class that we take every month. Uh, one of the things that you have to keep enduring um, yourself, enduring physically and mentally. And so that, you know, you, you keep getting mentally and physically strong and you are ready to face any circumstances. Second, uh, people around you, uh, the community becomes your identity. 
And so you should never turn your back against the mankind. You should always give back to society, to, to your community. And these are the two tenets that I live by. Those are both very, very good lessons. And I too will keep them in mind. Thank you so much, Jitendra, for your time. And Thank all you. the best for the book. Thank you so much. Honor to be here.